Welcome to Exploring Cleveland. I'm Heidi. And I'm Tony. And we are two friends living in Northeast Ohio. Doing a podcast telling the world about Cleveland. Join us as we retell our adventures exploring this great city. We hope that these adventures help to inspire you to make your own Cleveland memories. Welcome to another episode of... We don't know our name yet. Well, people... Oh, you know what I was thinking we could call it? What? The podcast formerly known as Exploring Cleveland. (laughs) We'll just have a symbol now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We'll just have a big C. Yes. Yeah. Or a big H and T. There you go. Yeah. H and T. We'll just be known as H and T now. So, guys, we most likely will have to change our name because Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony is too similar to other names that have been used out there. That are basically owned by other companies. Right. And we could have legal issues. We did have attorneys look into this for us so that we don't have any legal issues later on. Correct. So. And we're early on in the game, so now we're kind of... Even though we have some podcasts established under us, we kind of want to get it taken care of. So that it doesn't become an issue. And, right. And since Sooner we're than so, later. Right. Since we're so early on, before we have a larger audience established, we can change the name now and hopefully, you know, gain the following with the new name. And the new branding. But nonetheless, we're back, and we're still exploring Cleveland. Absolutely. And we're still promoting Cleveland and Cleveland businesses. Yes, and surrounding areas. Yes. Northeast Ohio. Hey, if they have any suggestions, we have... Oh, well, we'll probably be renamed by the time this publishes. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. But in the future, when our new name comes out, if you have any suggestions of where we should go or you'd like us to explore you know we still will have our social media pages they just may have new names to them so you know we're always looking forward to people commenting we've gotten a few comments here and there as episodes drop and people have commented that they've enjoyed listening or they're having fun living vicariously through us right So, you know, we still want to keep that up and we still want to continue to promote everybody to post on our social media pages. Yes. And share information on our social media pages and share our podcast. Absolutely. And we do have our website also. Which is called Exploring Cleveland with Right. And we we currently own the rights to that website. So I'm not sure how that'll work, but we may need to change the name of that also. We'll look into it and we'll keep you updated. Right. But as of right now, the day that we're recording this, we are still called Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony. And in this episode, we are going to talk to you about the Terrestrial Brewing Company. (sighs) And we went the day of the Super Bowl. Yes. So it was before the Super Bowl. They had it during the day. So we went for brunch. And the reason why we went is because it was advertised as the Puppy Bowl. Yes. Which I thought this was kind of a one-time thing for the dogs at this place. 
the way they had advertised the puppy bowl. But it was not a one-time thing that dogs frequent the Terrestrial Brewing Company. No, they are allowed there at any point in time. So, a couple things we need to make clear. It's a brewing company. It's a bar, basically. They brew their own beer there. They only serve food, brunch, on Saturday and Sunday. Right. But it is outsourced. So the food is prepared outside of the building, and it is brought in and served to the people. Which I don't really know how that works because my food was still hot, and I well, feel they, like it I was think still they just fresh. warm it up. Yeah, but I will tell you, it is darn good food. Well, the thing is, though, I don't know if they have the same vendor every time. Well, I don't. But the it vendor, is a different menu, I believe. Yeah. The vendor that we had the day that we went, the food was spectacular, wouldn't you say? Oh, yes. It was wonderful. Actually, I tried some of Heidi's, and then Heidi tried some of mine, and I said, oh, I kind of wish I ordered yours, and Heidi said, oh, well, I wish I kind of <laughs> ordered yours. So, Which I have to point out, yes, this is the second time... The second time yes. that I ordered something with chorizo, and the second time that Tony has tried my chorizo meal and liked it. So yes. much so that you just now admitted that you said you wished you would have ordered my chorizo dish. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> so I don't know what chorizo you tried in the past that you were not interested in. I don't remember, but it was not good. <laughs> Apparently. But you've tried it now twice. You tried it at Punch Bowl Social on the fries. Yes. It was spicy. The fries were spicy and it had a nice flavor to the Yes, And I love spicy. Yes. And then my dish this weekend was a chorizo. Well, it was called with root vegetables. Chorizo with root vegetables is how it was on the menu. Right. But what was in it? There was Brussels sprouts, mushrooms cauliflower yeah not rich vegetables were it no but it was it, who cares man no, it was really good i'm not complaining at all i thought it was delicious i scraped that bowl clean but i just thought it was kind of funny because i was i was wondering which root vegetables would be in there right because you didn't want like turnips and right what? beets or anything yes. like that yeah but there were no carrots and no potatoes yeah i would have eaten if it had turnips and beets in it you would have <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> So, anyways, it was delicious. It had chorizo. You liked the chorizo. I feel like, honestly, we should go back to Masthead and try the chorizo pizza, which okay. is the very first time you turned my chorizo suggestion down. We can go and try chorizo anywhere you want to go. Okay, good. And try it. I will, I will definitely try it. I do try things over and over and over again. Yeah, I don't. I do. I do that with seafood all the time because I have never liked seafood mm. ever. Mm-hmm. And every so often I will try. I've tried all kinds of stuff. I try it all. That's good. You're better than me. I I am very anti trying things. It's the year of yes. <laughs> it is. I always second guess myself. So even when I ordered my chorizo yes. dish, which I love chorizo. I was going to get something else. I'm not sure what it was that I was going to get. And you, you Well, you sat there and said, I should have got the steak sandwich. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. The steak sandwich. Yes. 
And you said, you're not going to get the chorizo dish? And so I was like, all right, fine, I'll get that. And I ended up loving it. So it was good. I have to say that Tony was in heaven. I was. It was the best day ever. I think, honestly, we were the only two people in that place. That didn't have a dog. Yes. (laughs) That's what I told Paul. I said, I really think we were the only two at this brunch that didn't bring a dog with us. And some people brought two dogs. Yeah. There were dogs everywhere at this place. All sizes. All sizes, all shapes, all... Colors. They were painted. They were everything. Well, because there was a contest for the best sports fan or something for the Puppy Bowl. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the exact contest was or what the exact prize was or who exactly won. But what I found out from sitting there, because I had to talk to other people. Why did I have to talk to other people? Because I was sitting on the floor. Because I was sitting on the floor with with all the dogs, I and I walked up and down the whole bar a couple of times too with treats. With treats, well, they were selling treats there. How many bags of treats did you buy? I bought three. <laughs> <laughs> and so she just kept buying treats and socializing with dogs. So I had to find other people to talk to. I'm sorry. <laughs> But if you take me somewhere where there's dogs, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to let every dog come up and kiss me and I'm going to pet them and hug them and love them. And you did. Yes. Yes. And there were just new ones coming in the whole time. I know. And I had to meet them all. So what I found was that people are coming to this place not because it's the puppy bowl. They didn't... Well, I won't say that. There were people who did care about the puppy bowl because there were... Dogs that were dressed in football jerseys, football hankies around their neck, uh, referee jerseys they were dressed in. Some, though, just come because this is a dog-friendly place. And some, you know, came with their little foo-foo little outfits. Yes. With uh, Did you see those two matching? bows in their hair. Yeah, the pink. And they, one was a male and one was a female. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. I assumed yes. they were both girls. Nope. Because they both had little pink ponies on top of their head. Well, I met them. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> so what I found out was the one woman comes from Akron and drives 45 minutes just because... This is a place that she can bring her dog to in the wintertime. Yeah. So it's amazing what people will do for their dogs. Oh, for sure. And then that other guy that we talked to, he was driving from the east side. Yes. And he told us about the dog bowls. Yes. So they're not currently doing this right now because of COVID. We were told that they're going to revise this. But... They have... A yearly membership. Yeah. Let's start with this. We're going to talk about the yearly membership for Mug Club. Yes, for people. For the humans. For people, yes. So you can sign up for this Mug Club, and they work with a local glass company. It's a local glass blowing company. Right. That designs the mug for each customer. Right. 
and you pay $100 for the year. Right. And you get your own mug. Right. And every time you come in, you use your mug. Which is 22 ounces. Right. And they fill it up with the beer of your choice. You get a dollar off that beer. Right. And at the end of the year, you get your mug. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like the water bowl, except it's not a glass blown bowl. It's a regular dog water bowl with the dog's name on it. I was just going to say with the dog's name on it. Yes. So they're not currently doing that, but there were people who have been going there since before COVID. Right. And they had their dog participate in the dog bowl program. Right. They still have their dog bowls. Yeah. So I saw like a bunch of dogs sitting next to their bowls with their names on them. Yes. Which was really cool. That was really cool. Yes. Now, I do want to point out that they will, you know, if you do bring your dog in there, they will give your dog... A regular dog dish. Right. With water. Yeah. They're not going to sit there and let your dog go thirsty. Right. So you can have water for your dog. Well, Um, also for your dog. So we talked about, again, the people slash human food. Yes. Menu that we got to choose from. There's also a brunch offering for the dogs. I don't know if that was just for the... I don't know if this was just for Puppy Bowl or not. I think it was just for Puppy Bowl. But it was happening while we were there, so I'm going to say it. Because they, what did they have, like tacos? They were were nachos. Nachos. Yeah, nachos for the dogs. They had what looked like um, potato skins that they, but they're not actual potato skins. It's all dog-friendly food. Right. Yeah, so people were like ordering food for their dogs that came in these dog bowls. Yes. And then they would put the bowls on the ground. and The puppy bowl was actually a fundraiser also for City Dog Rescue. Yes. Who was there, and they were preparing the dog nachos and everything, the brunch bowls for the dogs. So there was a rep from City Dog Rescue, and to participate in the puppy bowl, you had to bring in a donation for the dog rescue. Yeah, so they had to, they did have to pay for the food for you know if, if they wanted the dog nachos for the dogs and stuff like that, and they had treats there that we could purchase that I did get a lot of. And you made a huge donation. So Tony said, "I'll I'm going to the store. I'll take care of the donation." I thought we would just each bring like a dog toy or a dog treat or something. You brought a twenty pound bag of dog. It food. was forty eight pounds. Oh. Okay. It was a 48-pound bag of dog food. Yes. And a bucket of treats. Yes. And a toy? There was a toy and a six-pack of balls. Oh, we brought a six-pack of balls, too? Yeah. This is why I paid for the brunch. Well. So you said, walking in, because I'm like, holy crap, this is a giant bag of dog food. And you said... You can't just feed one dog. You got to feed them all. <laughs> so we brought the 48-pound yes. bag of dog food. I made you carry that. That wasn't a problem. <laughs> no problem. Just throw it over the shoulder. It's fine. Yeah, this was totally catered to the dogs. Oh, absolutely. And the, we spoke to the owner at the end, and he said that this was their vision. This is what they wanted, was to incorporate a place where the dogs absolutely are welcome to come. And people who have dogs know about this place. Yep. 
because they were coming from all over. They seemed to be frequent flyers, frequent guests yes. of this so place. So I, I have two dogs, and I did not know about this place. But my I will tell you that, you know, don't take your dog there if it's not friendly towards other dogs. Yes. My dogs are friendly towards other dogs, but Buddy is is very vocal. So that's why I don't take him. Yeah. But there were dogs there that were a little loud. Buddy is Buddy would not stop barking. Yeah. Okay, but th- I couldn't believe how well behaved all the dogs were. Yes. And I do wonder is that because there were so many other dogs that were there that was kind of taming them down or I think you get acclimated to that kind of thing. If you put them in that environment often, yeah, they get used to it. That's true. I don't know. I was impressed with all the dogs. I was yes. impressed with how friendly the dogs were, how well-dressed these dogs were. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Buddy loves having pajamas on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He will bring us his pajamas to put them on him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if he wants his pajamas, he's going to bring them to us so that we can put them on him. That's really cute. Yeah. That is really cute. He puts them on the floor and rolls around on them like he can put them on himself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big baby. Brutus doesn't necessarily like to wear anything. He, he kind of actually hates it. And I keep it chilly in my house, so they fight sitting in front of the heat register. <laughs> they don't really fight, but yeah. yeah. You know. They want the real estate of yeah. warm air. Right? <laughs> So also at Terrestrial Brewing Company for the Puppy Bowl, I don't think that this is an all-time thing either, is the heated tent that they had with the AstroTurf. Yes. That looked like a football field. Yes. And the dogs just went out there and... They just played. They had so much fun. They really did. I did post videos on TikTok, so check Mm -hmm. that out. Yes. And you took a lot of pictures of the dogs, too, that we'll post for everybody. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was a fun time. It was fun with those dogs being there. I think you were totally in high heaven. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. That was that was puppy heaven. That was like... <laughs> I said you... to the one girl sitting next to me, I'm like, I you can probably sit here if you want because I don't think my friend's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She was waiting for a table or something, so... <laughs> Because we sat at the bar. We got there 30 minutes after they opened. And it was packed. It was already packed. The parking lot was packed. The restaurant was packed. And yes. we had to wait for a table. So that's that's something we need to mention. So yeah. they have a, a pretty nice sized parking lot. But again, the parking lot was full when we got there. So we did have to find street parking. Which and was that, free. All of that was free. It was. That area right there is built up with very nice condos. Oh my gosh. And they are still building it up. It wasn't too difficult to find that street parking. No. So also we went while there was still a lot of snow from previous snowstorms, which sometimes can hinder the amount of parking spaces and where things have been plowed. Yeah, absolutely. But I kind of wanted to mention too that next to the heated tent was a giant field for the puppies to play or do their business 
And I saw that they did have the bags to be able to pick up after your dog and everything like that. They right. had garbage cans outside for that and everything. Yeah, I saw it's that too. It's definitely pet friendly out there. It is beyond the definition of pet friendly. It, yeah, it was wonderful. Also, I wanted to mention everything was handicap accessible. When you walk in, there are no steps to get into the building. The brewery part is very wide. So if you have a wheelchair or anything, that's very accessible. Yes. There's like a dining table area, and then there's the bar area that we were at. Right. And the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. I was very surprised when we walked into the bathroom. Yeah, you mentioned. I expected it to be a lot smaller than it was. Yeah. That is also handicap accessible. They do have a handicap stall. There were two stalls in the bathroom. Here's another thing I want to mention. Okay. When you walk in that place, it does not stink. I'm not talking about the bathroom. I'm talking about the brewing company itself. Yes. I have gone to other places that are dog friendly. And as soon as you walk in, you know there's dogs in there. I will admit that that is 100% true because I didn't realize that this was an everyday thing or every time this brewery is open that dogs are allowed and then while I was sitting there I kept thinking to myself I don't know how they're able to keep this place so clean you know like you said like it doesn't smell like dog in there just smells like a regular restaurant where a bunch of dogs are running around yeah not that it's a restaurant we should clarify that it's not a restaurant but it just was like a regular venue that you would go and have a beer. Yeah. I am not lying or exaggerating when I say Tony spent probably three-fourths of the time that you were there literally on the floor. Yes. Literally sitting on sitting the Sitting on the actual floor. And I don't think you were one bit concerned about sitting on that floor. No. Like, you know, with all the dogs Dog around or whatever. Dog or anything like that. No. There was no. No. You sat there the whole time. The only time you were sitting next to me is when we were eating. Yes. So, no, I'm not complaining. I'm pointing out that that's how clean this place was, despite the fact that there were probably, what, 50 dogs while we were there? Oh, at least. Yeah. And they were walking in and out. You know, people were sitting down eating and leaving. Yes. Or having a couple drinks and leaving. Yeah. So new dogs would come in. Right. There were a lot of dogs. But like I said, they were all friendly. You were loving every second of it. It was definitely a place I felt comfortable being in, despite the fact that all the dogs were there. Yes. We have other things that we want to mention, too, because we got to talk to the owner at the end. Yes, Ralph. He was very nice. You wouldn't have known that he was the owner. Well, he's a self-described hippie. Is that what he is? Yes. That was actually in an article that we read about the Tressera Brewing Company. Yeah. Very grounded, very down to earth. Even with as busy as they were, he was happy to step aside for a few minutes and just chat with us and tell us a little bit about the place. And the place was busy. It was really busy. Yeah, they were packed. Yeah. There were people waiting to be seated as we were talking to him. Right. So they've been around for... Five years. That's what I was going to say, five years. They choose to do farm to table. Yes. You know, they have the food prepared outside, basically warm it up and then serve it. But they're going to do a restaurant. Yes, they're opening a restaurant next door. They plan to open in March this year. It'll be called Terrestrial Restaurant. And no dogs will be allowed in the restaurant. 
correct. Correct. Only in the brewery. Upstairs, they have event space. I believe that he said that you could rent that out. And they're hoping to have local bands play up there and everything. For kinda. entertainment. Yes. And have like a hangout place up there. Which I had no idea that there was going to be an upstairs that he was talking to us about. Yeah. At that place. Yeah. And it's very fun decor in there, I think. I agree. Absolutely. And they brew their own beer. They had fun names for their beer, too. Yes. They, and that was all on chalkboard on the wall for you to order yourself. But they had like a pepper infused beer while we were there. That was and I the think beer of the changed. day, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like an infusion. Yes. I should have gotten that, but we got mimosas. We did. With the brunch. Yeah. It was it was early. It was early. But I do like pepper beer, like my jalapeno beer and so I d I don't know why I didn't think to get that. I think just because I ordered the mimosa before i realized what that infusion was yeah because i'm used to infusions being more like tequila infusions or vodka infusions or something of that nature but we each had mimosas they also had bloody marys for the brunch that you could get as well of course the beer you could get beer if you wanted right and they had coffee yes they They were brewing that big thing of coffee but yeah so i thought this was a great place is there other stuff on your list Yes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You can just tell me to shut up. And Well, no. You were mentioning a lot of things, so I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> they partner with Cleveland Zoological Society. Oh, these are good things to bring up. Yes. So they, they do fundraising for them. Mm-hmm. They do fundraising for the Cleveland Aquarium. Yes. I was excited to hear about that. Yes. And also, like I said, that day, 10% of the beer sales went to City Dogs. Right. And he was very adamant about that, about wanting to give back to the local communities, wanting yes. to be a part of the city. And that was one of the things that he mentioned also. When the restaurant does open, it's farm to table. Right. You right. know, so, uh, and local. Yes. Anything that they can bring in local will be local. Yes. So I think that's wonderful. They have, now we didn't utilize this because, of course, we went in the winter time. But they had a nice outdoor-sized patio. Yes. That was out well, there as and the well. Tent, the tent was on part of the patio. I definitely think that if, if you're a dog lover, please go check it out. And or if, if you, you have a dog. Yeah, if you have a dog, take your dog there. I wanted to mention about that sign on the door because <sighs> I really like the sign. It says, we welcome all races, all religions, all countries of origin, all sexual orientations, all genders. We stand with you. You are safe here. Oh, yes. I think that's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I want to point out that all football fans were welcome there, too. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to get into that, but you are right. All football fans were welcome. I I think I have a picture of Lulu. She was a Rottweiler. Yes. With a Steelers jersey on. With a James Harrison. It was very appropriate that jersey for that dog because james harrison is i think a linebacker i'm not sure but he's he's a big bully on the field or he was he's she was not a bully at all she was just a little but she she wasn't like those little foo-foo dogs no but that that puppy she was just 
She was. She was the sweetest. No, I agree. But there were some Texan fans in the tent, too, that I saw. One yes. had, like, a J.J. Watt jersey on, I think. Yeah, there were... There were all different fans in the building, so I just wanted to point that out, that all fans were welcome. Majority, though, were the Browns. Yes. Ralph, the owner, yes, was wearing a shirt, a referee shirt, but on the back it said, referee. Yes, it did. R-U-F-F. Yes. So I thought that that was fun, too, that he was. Was in, he was in on it. Oh, you wanted to mention where it's at? Yes, it's 7524 Father Friscotti Drive in Cleveland. Throw it in your GPS. It takes you right there. Yes, it does. Very nice area. Like I said, they're building it up. A bunch of really nice condos right there. And they're building more in that area. Yeah. I was looking at those condos. If I could afford those condos, I would have... Yeah, they're beautiful. I would have 100% moved in. Yeah. Yeah. They're very nice. They were very nice. I'm so glad we picked this place. We kind of picked it on a whim. Yes. Because we Here's were how we interested picked it. in a puppy bowl. So I just want to point out that, that we picked this because we were looking at Facebook events. Yes. And it was on the events in Facebook. Yes. So we did schedule a few more things coming up from Facebook events. Yes. But that event grabbed... Well, I saw it, but I was like, Tony, this is going to be all about you. Yes. The puppy bowl. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> it was it was the best thing ever. I can't even, I cannot even, that was, take me to see some puppies and yes, I could die right then and there and die happy. Yes, you had a great time. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a break. And when we get back. We're going to talk about our drive to Colossal Cupcakes after these messages from our sponsor. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you visit any of the places that we've talked about, let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to seeing your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, we decided after the puppy licking. <laughs> <laughs> I had like four sips. I'm way wasted. Well, I was going to start off by saying we decided over the break to have some chocolate martinis. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Guys, I have to liquor Tony up. To get her talking. I feel like I talk plenty. <laughs> I know, but in the beginning, I was feeding you lots of wine. You were feeding me lots of wine, but here's the thing. It doesn't take much to get me... Yeah, I know, because then I was giving you all the wine, and there was a lot of editing where I didn't understand what you were trying to say. Because I slur my words. <laughs> I've literally had four sips of my martini, and... Uh... And you're already asking me to make you another. Okay, well, don't make me any more. <laughs> Okay, because I have to drive home later, so. Okay, so we decided to have a chocolate martini. Right. And we decided after the puppy bowl <laughs> that we wanted a treat. We wanted dessert. Yes. <laughs> you know, we had our snack. We had our fun playing with the dogs. And now we want 
dessert. Right. So we pull out Google. <laughs> Which is what we do. That's what we do. And we, we say desserts near me. We wanted to dine in. Yeah, I was just going to say that was our obstacle. Right. Because there were a lot of dessert near me places, but we wanted to sit down. Correct. And Tony, for whatever reason, doesn't like donuts. I'm sorry. I don't like donuts. <laughs> it's just a thing. Although, I do want to mention that I did get donuts to take home in one of our other episodes. Yeah, so what the heck? We couldn't go to Brew Nuts? No. Did you see the line in Brew Nuts? There's a place called Brew Nuts that we drove right by. We do have to go there sometime. And it's donuts, I believe, made from beer as part of their batter. We're going to check it out yeah. at some point. Yeah. And we will report. I've been before, and from okay, what I remember, well, it was I mean, good. I've lived in Cleveland all my life. Yes. Never been there, so we're going to go. Well, it's because it, we have a mutual friend who likes eclectic things, and she introduces me to certain things. Well, but again, you're the one that's sh- supposed to be showing me around town. Well, I tried to show you to the brunettes, and you said, I because don't like donuts. that was not the place that we chose to go to. But you also said, I don't like donuts. I don't. I don't like donuts. And did you see the line? Hey, I did a 23andMe, I'll have you know. And it states in my 23andMe that I prefer salty over sweet. Oh, I prefer like 50-50, salty or sweet. Salty and sweet together? Well, it's in my DNA. It's in my DNA. So, first of all, this is not what we were going to talk about, but you just brought it up. And I have to mention. Yes. So, I picked Tony up. And I said, did you get your 23andMe back? Because the last time we were together, you just kept saying, I can't wait to get my 23andMe back. I can't wait to get my results back. And you also said, I can't do such and such on this night because I have a plan to meet my cousin. Yes. I don't know if I just wasn't listening or not putting two and two together. I didn't know what 23andMe and your cousin really would have to do to one another to relate. So anyways, I say, how was your 23andMe? You start reading me all these results, and then you start going into the story of your cousin. It's not funny, but it's just funny that I was like, I was so mind blown by your story because in one sentence you're telling me i'm far more likely to have my ring finger longer than my my index finger i'm far more likely to have brown hair versus blonde hair or no red hair i don't know you're going through the whole list right and then you start talking about your cousin my long lost cousin who you got connected to via 23andme which I, I was so mind blown when you told me that. I had no idea when you were talking about both stories that they were related. Okay, so that's why I did the 23 and Me. I, and I didn't catch on to that. When you were so excited about getting your results back, I, I didn't catch on to it's because you have this family member you're trying to reconnect with. Yes. So I remember her from when we were children. Yeah. Well, she was just a baby. Right. I was, I don't know, seven years old. So, yeah, we, we disconnected, and 
And she has lived here in the Cleveland area this yep. whole time. And you have lived in the Cleveland area this whole time. Yep. She didn't know about you. Correct. Because she was a baby. When right. I... And you're older. Right. And so you get, somebody in your family got results back that had her name on right, it. Right. A cousin of my father's. So my dad gave me the information that showed her. The funny thing is, we had been talking about her before any of this came about. My, my sister and I. Hey, I wonder how she's doing. I would really like to meet up with her. I, You know, it would be nice to see her. You know, that kind of thing. Right. And then this happened. So I looked for her on Facebook and messaged her. And she was, she was happy. Very yeah. receptive. Yeah. So she was happy to know that she had family out here that actually, you know, thought about. Family that actually said, hey, I wonder how she is. Right. You know, so... I came home and told Paula, I'm like, you've got to hear the story. You're not even going to believe it. Like, I was so mind blown by that whole story. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So yeah. we had we had dinner on Friday, and she's awesome, and I can't wait to have dinner with her again. Or lunch, or brunch, or yeah, maybe keep, she can go on an adventure with us. Or Keep us posted. Did you, did you tell her about the podcast? I did. I gave her a card. <laughs> I also got to tell you, Tony... Is very giving of the cards. You love to give out our cards and promote our podcast. I do. Which, for which I'm very grateful. You do a, a good job at that. I try. <laughs> you, uh, I'm at a birthday party. I'm passing out the cards. I'm meeting a long lost friend. I'm passing out the cards. Yeah, I, we, you went to drinks after work with friends. I'm passing out the cards. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I love it. I love that you pass out our yeah. cards all the time. I don't know even know what brought us onto this topic. Something you had mentioned about twenty three and me yes, or something. Because I am Oh more likely more likely to, to prefer salty over sweet. Yes. It's the truth. Well, it's in it's in my DNA, gosh darn it. You know what else is in my DNA? What? That you're a crazy bitch. I think it might have said something about that. <laughs> no, it says something about my muscle mass is that of a premier athletes oh yeah you wanted to bring this up and yeah. i said you gotta stop talking about yourself like this i'm just saying i'm tough <laughs> which is true because when i was making the <laughs> martinis <laughs> i couldn't open up a bottle <laughs> and i said she asked me to use my man hand <laughs> i'm built like my father <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Hey, but that's where I get the muscle mass from. Okay. Uh, it is. I will say, too, you said, I'm mostly Italian, which to me, when you say I'm mostly Italian, I'm thinking like 80%. And you're like, no. I'm 33% Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 33% Italian. And everything else is like... You know, like I'm 32.7% British and Irish. The only thing that was a full 33% was Italian. So, I'm a mutt. <laughs> well, I, don't but you I'm think a full 33% Italian. Don't you think everybody is? I mean, most people, yeah, for yeah, sure. for sure. I mean, even people who think that they're 100% from, like, their country of origin or their descendants of their parents from their country of origin you know you have to wonder 
people are migrating into those countries in, oh, in sure. Europe, right? Like, well, I thought that I was mostly German, so I was very surprised to find out that I was mostly Italian. I always assumed I'm Italian and German too. Yeah, I mean, my mother and her whole family claim to be a hundred percent Italian, but now I'm kind of curious, you know, because. Her parents were direct descendants from Italy off the boat. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of curious now to see how much of European descent has been infiltrated into the bloodline. So my great-grandparents came from Italy. Same. My great-grandparents came from Italy. Yeah. I just think it's very interesting. So It is very interesting. There's a lot you can learn. I know. You were telling me a lot about yeah. your 23andMe. So, you're telling me that as we're driving around, and my mind is blown, and we're trying to figure out some place for cupcakes. Right. And, and Or dessert. Sorry. We're trying to figure out some place for dessert. Right. We're looking for a dessert place. <laughs> so, then you eventually say Colossal Cupcakes. Right. Because that was Eden. Eden, Yes. We could sit down and eat the cupcake there. Yes, we didn't go to the Garden of Eden. <laughs> yes. And I say, oh, I know exactly where that place is. Right. So as we're driving around. Tony pulls out the damn TikTok again. Right. Because. To make fun of me and my driving. Because here's why. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because Heidi always says, I know where that is. And then she turns and she's like, oh, I think I turned too soon. But I still got us there with no okay. GPS. Uh, yes. No GPS. You st- but From- you always turn in the wrong place. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You always you always turn you know in the why? wrong place. Because we're, uh, you blew my mind with this long lost <laughs> no. cousin. I was that's distracted. Not, that's BS. <laughs> Regardless, I made one wrong turn. And then we drove our and way then back. Twenty through. minutes later. No, it we... was probably more like five. And I mean, there's some red lights and whatnot, but we made it. I'll reason to eight. It was eight minutes later. Okay. Well, and then I'll reason it was a little longer because once I found it, we had to drive back around <laughs> the block again to find a place to park. Yes, because and there... people double park. Yes, and... like crazy down there. <laughs> And remember, you were so pissed off about everybody going through the red lights. People don't, they they stop for a second, check to see if there's a cop anywhere, and they just zoom through. Yes, that was happening quite a bit that day when we were driving around. Yes, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And then people driving in the bus lanes, too, and then just cutting traffic off. And you can get ticketed for that, driving in the okay, bus Okay, well, lane. they didn't care. I know, you can get ticketed for the, the, the double park. You can get ticketed for all that. People, I'm just asking you. Obey the damn traffic laws. Obey, yes. I have, look, <laughs> I I try so hard. I, I'm a nice person. You didn't get irate during I, this. But man. You kept pointing it out though. Oh, that, it makes me so angry. Karma will bite you. It yes. will come, it will find you, and you're going to get it. So... Despite all that, we made it to our destination. We did. So we had to park a block or two down the street. Yeah, we could use the exercise. We ate well, it pretty dirty. So we made a couple stops, too. Yeah. So we went to the Cleveland store. Which I love. 
It was great. So we're in the Cleveland store. I think this store is so cool. There is so much Cleveland merchandise. Cleveland different types. There's a lot of clothing. Yes. It's the... Socks, t-shirts, sweatshirts, tank tops, hats. Right. Clothing. But then also pictures, coasters. Glassware. Coloring books, which were so funny. Oh, they were. They were funny. It, it, it said, why is daddy always angry on Sunday? Why is daddy so sad oh. on Sunday? Or and, why is daddy so happy on Sunday? Yes, there was the happy book as well. And it was, and they, they had a mommy one too. Yes. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Fun little trinkets, fun little Cleveland everything in that. Books. Yeah. Maps. Just everything. So you found a book. With my uncle in it. Okay. Andrew Boggs, who worked in radio and television back in the 70s, maybe. So I I, bought the book. I'm too young to know that. Well, I only know that because he's my uncle. (laughs) So he he passed away a few years ago, but I wanted to keep that memorabilia because he's in the book. And I bought a little, just like a little cocktail glass for myself that had everything Cleveland written on it. It had a picture of the leg lamp and it had a... A thing of Playhouse Square and the Rock Hall and just, I don't know, just different. Yes. Cleveland. And I also, it's full of different Yeah, things. I also bought myself a wine glass. Oh, yeah. That has um, the state of Ohio and home. it says home. Yeah. So. And then we went to the cupcake place. Yes. Colossal, Colossal cupcakes. cupcakes. I'm going to say be prepared to spend a little bit of time looking at the stuff that they have in there. Well, and I was just looking them up online. So the owner wasn't there when we went, but it's a very like shabby chic looking store. There actually are like, I don't know, eight chandeliers or something that are in there all bunched together. It's all pink with big velvety chairs. Yes. It's a cool place. It's whimsical. It's downtown. They serve cupcakes. They serve cookies. They serve brownies. Ice cream. Ice cream. They have candy on the side that you can purchase also. Yeah, it was a great little place. It says on their website that a 20-person sit-down and retail cafe in downtown Cleveland. We bought cupcakes from there. Right, And we sat down each. there to eat. Yeah. I did buy some candy to share with a friend at work. My cupcake was a lemon cupcake, and it was probably the size of, I don't know, I feel like two full cupcakes. I don't feel like it was that big. It, they are very large cupcakes. It was huge. I felt like it was huge. And it was delicious. It was moist. It was good lemon flavor. Anyways, I loved it. I had a Boston cream cupcake. Yes. Which was good as well. And it had a filling inside. It did have the custard cream. It was very difficult to choose. They had double chocolate cupcakes. They uh, yeah. Had, I mean, they had so many different... It was hard for me to walk out of that store without purchasing more cupcakes. Yes. And they had giant macarons. Yes, they did. And they had broken ones. That were half half, price. Yeah. Anyways, it was delightful, that little store. Yes, it was. I would highly recommend that store. Absolutely. Go check it out if you get a chance. So then we left that store. And then we went next door to the candy store. Oh, my gosh. Again, it was just like the puppy store with you. It was like so puppies and to... candies. <laughs> so I i don't eat a lot of candy. But you needed to inspect every piece that they had at that I store. I did because here's the thing. 
Easter's coming. Easter's coming. coming. Yes, that's what you kept telling me. I wanted to get my kids something. (laughs) And your kids are how old? 24 and 27. (laughs) I think that's awesome. (laughs) But we literally were inspecting every ounce of candy. Well, they didn't just have candy. They have these signs all over the walls that you can purchase also. Yeah, like those metal signs. Yeah, you can purchase those. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I knew. I (laughs) Those signs were awesome. They were. They were fun signs. They also had games. They had games, yes. They had Pez dispensers. They had Magic the Gathering cards. I didn't think I was going to buy anything in this place. But they had a whole office display. They had office Pez dispensers. When I say the office, I mean... The sitcom show... The Office. The Office with Steve Carell. Yes. So they had pest dispensers for uh, Michael, Pam, Jim, and Dwight, I think, were the four Pezes. And I I was going to get that for Paul, because this is another show. We've talked about this before. This is another show that Paul has convinced me to watch. I was always very anti-Office for years. And he convinced me to start with episode one. And I gradually grew into the office. And I watched it all the way through. I have to admit, it was a great show. I have to admit, it was. The, um, I don't know what you would call it, the relationship between Dwight and Jim. Oh, God. The show is amazing. So anyways, we came across this office display and I thought I should get him these Pez dispensers but I thought they were silly but Paul likes silly things like that but then they had the meme game it's called what do you meme which we have that game the original Mm -hmm. and then they had the expansion pack of the office so I came home and I said I bought you a surprise. He, like, texted all his friends. That's awesome. Yeah. So I ended up buying something from there. Give me the glasses. And I bought chocolate soda and chocolate soda with peanut butter. Paul said, let me guess, the chocolate soda is Tony's and the chocolate peanut butter is (laughs) Tony's. Give me the bottle opener. And we're going to try it during the podcast. It's Rocket Fizz. That's what it is? Rocket Fizz Soda. All right, so first we're going to try the chocolate. Straight just, chocolate. Just give me a, li- a tiny little bit. That's enough. Okay. Oh, it's fizzy. It's freaking soda. What did you okay. expect? I feel like it's going to be like Yoohoo. All right. Oh, it smells terrible. It smells like chocolate. Right. I don't hate it. It's really not bad. All right, so the Rocket Fizz chocolate soda, do you recommend? For right now, I do, yeah. I don't know that I would drink a whole bottle of that. I mean, I don't know that I would drink a whole bottle of it either, but <laughs> I recommend it. Now, Tony wanted to get, you wanted to get some weird... I did buy some weird ones. Shh. Well, don't say the ones that you bought, but you wanted to buy, I don't even remember what the kinds were, but I was like, what are you, why would you even I did this? buy some weird ones. All right, so now we're pouring peanut. Oh, it smells like peanut butter cup. Let me the smell. chocolate peanut butter. No, I, I feel like it smells really bad. No, it smells like a peanut butter cup. All right. All right. 
Oh, that one is not good. It tastes like a peanut butter cup. No, it does not. Yes, it for real does. Do you want to put no, some vodka in it? No, it for real does it? not. Do you want vodka in it? No, but Paul can finish these. I think they're good. I don't know that I would drink a whole bottle. The chocolate one I thought was really good. I wouldn't drink a whole bottle, no. Unless you're like craving some massive chocolate. If you want a chocolate bar, drink the chocolate soda. I'd rather have a chocolate bar. I mean, I would too, but do you have a chocolate bar sitting around? Sometimes I do. You never know what I've got hidden around. Okay, so this candy place that we went to is called Rocket Fizz, and it's right on Euclid Avenue. Lots of candy, lots of fun memorabilia, lots of cool little trinkets, things like that in there. And then a door or two over, we don't quite remember, is Colossal Cupcakes. So, the Cleveland store is not the Cleveland store. It's called the Cleveland Clothing Company. Regardless, you should go. You will not be disappointed. Oh, no, you won't. Those were our adventures yes. this past weekend. They were fun adventures. I had the time of my life. You really did. You had the time of your life. Check out our TikToks. So I did post on TikTok mm -hmm. about the uh, Terrestrial Brewing Company. I also posted some of our driving adventures, which I think are hilarious. <laughs> but that's just me. And uh, we, we will be posting on Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram. And Snapchat. And Snapchat. Yeah, follow us on social media. Again, another great adventure. I know I say it all the time, but I'm really having such a good time doing this podcast. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that we're putting into it that you guys don't necessarily see, but even when we're sitting here editing, reliving the experience, and it's so much fun. and Yes. And I love that we're doing this. I think we're having a great time. Like Tony said, start following us on social media. Reach out to us on social media. Look for our name change. We'll let you know as soon as we know what that's going to be. Yes. Yeah, we, it's another great adventure in this great city that we live in. Absolutely. Keep listening. Yes. And as always, thank you for listening. And until next time. Exploring Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next, or if you are a local business that would like to advertise on our podcast, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. All rights reserved.